Um, essentially, what I'd like to do is to hear from you about what you discovered in this kind of inquiry into the distinction between leadership as a kind of a, how it looks in the stands, leadership as an account, and leadership as a practice. And For as long as I can remember, I watched to see what are leaders, what do they look like, what do they do? And I remembered in looking after the last seminar, like at fifth grade or something, and I had to be the captain of the service squad girls. I mean, then I'd, you know, I'd be a leader. And then all my life has been about looking to see what it is that a leader is, and then doing that. Okay, now hold on, because Anne's saying something a lot more profound than we may be listening to. She's not just describing Anne. She's describing the culture of being which we are. See, it's not like Anne went through this process saying what is a leader. It's not like Anne had these thoughts or this conversation with herself, what is a leader, but rather something like the culture of being in which you and I showed up as human beings is a clearing for leadership as an is, like a body or a bag of properties or characteristics. This is not, you're not, Anne's not giving you an insight into herself merely. She's giving you an insight into what it is to be human vis-a-vis -vis the issue or the phenomenon of leadership. And she's saying something very powerful, that you and I are an opening for leadership like a set of properties, like something which is. It's as if what a leader is, like doing, is a list of prescriptions for action. And that if you were going to... Now remember, you see, you and I have the notion that there's something over there called leadership. And that our job is to get it right in here, like represent it right over here, so that we can match what's over there. That's the underlying thing that none of us is saying. That's so taken for granted that we never even notice that about ourselves. The structure of interpretation which we are is that there's leadership over there. Our job is to get it right in here like a description, like a representation of what's over there so that we can act and be like what's over there. Remember that that's only a structure of interpretation. Everything I just said is not necessarily the way it is, but rather is the way we have it. That's just the way we have it. It's not necessarily like that. It's not necessarily true that there's something over there. It's not necessarily true if there is something over there that it can be represented over here. It's not necessarily true that if we represent it over here, we could duplicate what is over there out of the representation here. All of that's up for grabs. All of that's questionable. All of that needs to be inquired into. In the moments of greatest power, you're never following a prescription. You're never acting out of a strategy. You're really kind of in a dance with the world. 
and somehow the world with which you are dancing is an opportunity or an opening or a clearing. That's very different than following a prescription, following a strategy. It's very different than being the victim of the circumstances out there. To be in a dance with life as an opening, as an opportunity, as a clearing, is very different than figuring your way through the circumstances. Okay, I want to stop what we're doing and shift ourselves to the question, what is leadership as a presence? What's on the court when you're on the court rather than what's on the court when you're up in the stands? What's actually there like a presence? Peter? Watching, what, me watching somebody else. Okay, very what? good. So up in the stand, so if we mm. stand back from the whole thing, okay. there was you up in the stands watching somebody else. Now you notice something down with the people you were watching, which is the comment of an observer giving an account. When you were giving that account, what was the guy and the gal down on the court, what was present? Now let me give you a little clue about how to do this. So one of the things that I imagine was present was somebody. Is that true? Right. There was actually somebody there. It was not an empty court. So one of the things that Peter is saying to us in this inquiry is maybe one of the things that's present in leadership down on the court is somebody. That as a presence, leadership, at least a part of what's there, is somebody. Yeah. Somebody's doing something. You don't get leadership on an empty court. A battlefield with no personnel has no possibility for the presence of leadership. Yes? Right. A family, a house with no people in it, has no possibility for leadership. So this is kind of obvious, but at least it's a place to start. That leadership as a presence is people. Okay, so what else is there? Like a presence, people, we got that much. What else? Like a presence is present. There's action. There's okay, but what action? Okay, let's just stay with that. There's action. So leadership as a presence presences itself as action. People in action. See, what is hard about this is that you've got all conversation as descriptive, representational. I want you to open up the possibility of a conversation for presence, not a conversation for a description of what was present. So people in action. And we're not meaning to represent what's there, we're meaning to say what's there. People in action, what else? So leadership, there's no such thing as leadership. Peter's saying there's no such thing as leadership. If you're standing up in the stands, you can have a conversation about leadership, but the guys down on the court, there's no leadership down there. What's down there is people in action. 
So all I have is a description of it, an, obs an observation. Good. Of... Now I want you to get down on the court and tell me what's there. So far, what you've got down there is people in action. So there's a commitment. No, can't see commitment. Not a presence. I don't mean you can't see it, therefore it's not a presence, but I'm trying to kind of engage you in how do you inquire into presence. See, is commitment ever present? No, that's always a conversation, an assessment about what's going on there. But the commitment itself is never present. What is present when up in the stands we say commitment? What prompts us to say commitment? What's actually present there? I don't know. Try this. Something about unrestrained action. Maybe something like unrestrained action. Maybe something like consistent action. Maybe something like a repetitive action. Maybe something like action powerful enough to meet a resistance. I don't know. See, I don't know. And I don't care about the answer. What I care about is establishing ourselves in the domain of leadership as a presence. That's what this is all about. It's a trick. This is not really to get the answer. This is not, we're not going to give you a test to see if you got the answers right afterwards. You get as much out of this with the wrong answers. The point is to be here, creating yourself as a clearing for leadership as a presence, and you do that by engaging in the dialogue which the conversation is. It's an action without concern. Okay, good. Now, what does concern mean? See, no matter what he says, I'm going to have a question, aren't I? Why? Because I don't care about the answer. And besides which, if he gives us an answer that blows something open, nobody will not know that. That will be obvious. Yeah, so, so, okay, something like an action without a concern, but you can't see an absence of concern down on the court, can you? What's there on the court? When you and I, Peter, are saying that's commitment, what we mean by that is that's action without concern. Anything I can think of yeah. is a description. Yeah, it's okay. That's right. And every time you say it, I'm going to say that's a description of what's underneath that. Because, you know, I'm going to say this a thousand times a day. I can feel it coming. <laughs> because... It's the inquiry where the power is, not the information you derive from the inquiry. Look, we've invented a new technology. We've invented a technology called ontological inquiry. Really, that's wrong. We've invented a technology called ontological design. The way you do ontological design is like Peter and I are doing it. Maybe it's this. But how could it be that? What's underneath that? Well, underneath that is this. Okay, but how could it be that? What's underneath that? And somehow, if Peter and I are doing this correctly, when we're all done, neither one of us will know anything we didn't know before. 
but there will be, life will now be an opening for that into which we've inquired. So Peter and I will find ourselves not remembering what to do to be leaders or not remembering what property we need to have to be leaders, but rather we will find ourselves being leaders if this works. That's strange. Nobody's ever worked in that before. And it doesn't satisfy the ordinary listening which we are for information. What was our last maybe? Uh, action without concern. Yeah. So what, it can't be not, can't, I, no, not concerned isn't present. Okay, now look, down there on the court, can I stop speaking up here in the stands and speak in the court? Now maybe I'd want to say that what's present that I'm calling action without concern is a kind of dancing with the world. That when I'm up in the stand saying, oh, a leader is one who acts without concern, what is actually present on the court is a dancing with the world. A kind of, because that's what, that kind of fits a little bit, doesn't it? What we would say up in the stands is, look at that guy move. No concerns. But really what's going on down there on the court is, on the court, what's happening is a dancing with the world. That looks up in the stands like an action without concern, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. Even though present on the court may be a deep concern, what dancing with the world would look like in the stands is action without concern. Even if there was a dancing with the world on the court that included Lots of concerns, even self-doubt. See, what self-doubt and dancing with the world looks like up in the stands is action without concern. So now if you go around trying to act without concern, you get to be a nitwit, not a leader. If, in fact, what leadership is like a presence is a dancing with the world in the presence of one's concerns. But I don't know that any of that's accurate. And I don't much care. I care about a rigorous inquiry. Because I say that a well-designed, rigorous inquiry, while not leading to answers, while not leading to information, while not leading necessarily to understanding, leads to an opening like a possibility, like a clearing for that into which I'm inquiring, in this case, leadership. Are we together? Yeah. Good. Thank you very much. Okay. Now I want to switch back. Now I want to know not what is leadership in the domain of an observer giving an account. So I don't want examples, except if you give examples to get to what I do want, which is I want to know what is the nature of 
leadership in the domain of an observer giving an account. What is the nature of leadership there? Like, I mean something, when I say nature, I mean something closer to what are the principles or what are the design elements. I don't want to know, I don't want examples of the design. I want the design elements. That's the question. Robert? What one of the design elements seems to be consistently produces results, can be counted upon to produce results, a lot of results, even extraordinary results, consistently. And what I find fascinating when, when these people are interviewed with or when you read their conversations is it's whether they've scored 100 touchdowns, won five Academy Awards, it's grist for the mill for them. Right. It has a kind of ordinary everydayness to them, and it's a distinction that we make up here in the stands. Yeah, very good. Okay, I want to get into that more, so let's mark that, because I want to look at that from both sides. Very good. Okay, I'm going to give you some answers. I'm going to give them to you as maybes. Maybe leadership, maybe one of the design elements of leadership in the domain of an observer giving an account is the element called properties. In other words, the conversation in the stands lives in a structure of interpretation that says that leadership is a matter of properties. And if you read the books on leadership, what you discover is that they're often about the properties of leaders. So somebody say out loud one of the properties of a leader. Assertiveness, okay. Confidence. Yeah, courage. Vision. What? Flexibility. What was that? Grace under pressure. All right, look. So, yeah, all right, look, hold on for a second. Because we could come up with an endless list. And some of them would actually be mutually exclusive. You have to be both left and right. All I want you to see is that in the domain of an observer giving an account, leadership is always going to show up as a body of properties lying inside the leader. A body of properties located in the leader. So what I need us to begin to see is that who we are is that leadership is a function of properties inside of us. Now, what I want us to begin to question here is whether that could ever be a way of being with leadership that was going to make any difference. How do you get properties inside yourself? Where do you get this courage stuff? And how do you get it inside? Can you begin to see that there's, there's a certain weakness in that interpretation? that there's a certain weakness in this interpretation that leaders have properties inside themselves. The first off, the notion of inside themselves is kind of silly on its face. And then the idea that there are such properties, I don't know where, are they free-floating or they grow on trees or... Where the hell are these properties which wound up in them? And how did they get them in there? I mean, each of the questions brings you face to face with the absurdity of the interpretation. 
So now, I've given you an example of a design characteristic of leadership in the domain of an observer giving an account. That it has to do with properties inside the person who's the leader. What are some of the other design elements? And it's more important that you're asking the question than that you got an answer. What are some of the other design elements of leadership in the domain of an observer giving an account? Let me give another suggestion. Another suggestion would be the division of the world into leaders and followers. People who lead and people who follow. Now that can get very complex and very subtle where there's a kind of relationship between the leaders and followers and followers aren't really followers but people are leading and, and, and all that noise. But nevertheless, it's inherent in the domain of the observer given an account leadership that there's this kind of separation, division, between a leader and a follower. Now, sometimes the followers are leaders, and sometimes the leaders are followers, and, and I hate that cuteness about leaders standing behind the people they're following. I know all of the nice things to say about being a leader. All of the denials. And I have respect for none of them. Because somewhere, somehow, down in the guts of leadership in the domain of an observer giving an account is this structure of interpretation which divides the leader from the followers. 